everyone. Welcome to another episode of Babes with Boundaries. I'm Fifi. Hello, and I am Kat. And we got some juicy stuff for you today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's been a while. So. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah. I, our last episode was fantastic if I do say so myself <laughs> it was it covered a lot of ground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I agree got a lot of good feedback so I'm happy that it resonated with some folks um but yeah this time around let's talk about sex part two mm-hmm. uh we're gonna be talking about how to implement boundaries and how to receive them and then whatever else comes up, you know, we'll we'll chat and touch on. Yes, because that's a very layered, <laughs> sometimes confusing mm-hmm, topic mm-hmm. thing to put into practice. Last time mm-hmm. we talked about implementing boundaries with ourselves, which mm-hmm. was like almost sort of meta. <laughs> be like how do I ask myself what do I what I want Mm -hmm. and make playtime solo sex intentional Mm -hmm. and in the same spirit I think is how we do it with other humans yeah but there is an added element of it not being an inner dialogue with ourselves it's like the receiving of someone else's stuff that Mm -hmm. can bring up extra things things. how do you deal with that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think I think for me personally receiving boundaries Mm -hmm. right now we're talking in particular like playtime right sexy mm-hmm. time <laughs> mm-hmm. it that has always been easier for me to receive and to give mm-hmm. um but like in other situations receiving people's boundaries has been like one of the, I'm a Scorpio once again mm. for those who do not know um <laughs> it's been very 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 difficult for me to be like okay that's fine you want space let me give it to you no like I <laughs> I <laughs> have always been the person who's like I want to talk about this right now yeah that's what we're talking about there's no need for us to like pause and you know talk about it later because it feels in that moment it feels pressing it feels like urgent um but in the past like year and a half ish I've really had to like sit with the fact that like (laughs) those boundaries are not about me the the boundary any kind of boundary in any kind of situation is never about us Mm -hmm. people were not telling me like I need space from you and some were but the reality of it is that people were saying I need space for myself Mm -hmm. this is something that I need to do for me so that I can feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and I didn't get that for a long time you know, and, and of course, as you, as you sit and you unpack and you reflect, you realize like your responses or not even responses, your reactions Mm -hmm. are just 
they're not really showing who who you are authentically. It's showing more of like your trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Always. So I think when it comes to to sexual boundaries in particular, like I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it doesn't hurt when someone's like, no, don't, don't, you know, mm-hmm. put something in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you really, really wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> um you just have I've just been like okay I've learned that just saying okay is Mm -hmm. probably the best thing to say in those situations of course I'm curious right Mm -hmm. like I'm just a curious cat and (laughs) I'm always like you know what what is what's the reason behind the response but Mm -hmm. at this point I'm realizing like you know just just saying okay is a very appropriate response to someone's mm. boundary, you know? Yeah. Yes. Always appropriate. Uh, thanks for all of that. I think that helps provide very helpful context around and distinguishing between there's people putting in their boundaries or ask, asking for space or, yeah, mm. naming their limits in scenarios outside of sex or erotic intimacy and then mm-hmm. in 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 sex and how that comes up and how to respond it's still similar we should look at what comes up around uh yeah. the way we want to react and mm-hmm. if there mm-hmm. is an an activation that happens getting curious about that and like all of that has to do sort of with what people have the capacity to do and what tools they have, mm-hmm. what is accessible to you at that moment. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's also interesting to, to notice sometimes what comes up with whom and mm-hmm. uh, it's different in every intimate relationship like the dynamic and the rapport that you have Mm -hmm. um I will say as as you're talking and uh describing how okay is always an appropriate response to anyone's uh implementing of their boundaries or stating of their boundaries Mm -hmm. okay is always appropriate Thank you is also mm. always appropriate yes. and encouraged to highly uh, recommend that one as well. And I happen to have been listening to another sex related podcast. I can't remember which one it was right now. And there was uh, just suggestions around um, just how to connect and improve sex life and Mm -hmm. there is a suggestion coming from a cis man I will say that to begin Mm -hmm. and there is an interest I found it interesting because Mm -hmm. it was the advice was seemingly particularly for other cis men it wasn't explicitly stated that way Mm -hmm. Um, but it addressed entitlement and just how the reframing of and and how 
that can sometimes be the source of a reaction or mm -hmm. a, a, an activation in someone when right. they receive someone's boundaries. And it requires to, for, to reframe for, for that not to happen or for it to be different, uh, for mm -hmm. it not to be uh, something taken personally, it requires reframing the scenario as yeah. uh, an invitation for the other person. So that's the question for all of us to ask ourselves, like in, in what scenarios does it feel like we are entitled to someone's attention, uh, touch, body, and Same. that can, and that can inspire reaction or activation when they state uh, a boundary or a limit with us. And, and that is very layered because, you know, I think in some instances we barely know people. So <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, don't know you. Sounds good. <laughs> and then <laughs> in some instances, it might be coming from a very intimate partner that we have been dating or connecting with for a long period of time. Yeah. And what to that, that can, there can be sense of like, I know you, I'm connected to you. Why are you rejecting me? What did I do something wrong? Um, mm -hmm. and, and making it about us, like, mm -hmm. like you talked about. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it can get delicate and I, my, my advice always go to like in, in the moment, like when things are coming up and, uh, you're feeling like, you know, your literal body chemistry change in re response to something that is happening, a taking space, uh, yeah. if, if you need it and, and pause and finding that pause as, as, as accessible as that is mm -hmm. to you, mm -hmm. uh, because it's, and everything can wait. If you want to talk about it mm -hmm. and you need to talk about it, it doesn't yeah. have to doesn't have to happen right then and there. It yeah, ur urgency is, is it's a lie, really. Mm -hmm. Seriously, <laughs> yo, it's not real. Yeah, it's <laughs> yo. Oh my god, say it again. <laughs> urgency is not real. Um, it's not real. I, I will say that there are things that are time sensitive, right? Yes. There are scenarios yes, yes, yes. that are time sensitive. Mm. You know, pe folks are needing certain resources and things. And, and for that, I, I do believe in quote unquote urgency, mm -hmm. but I like to call it time sensitivity. Mm -hmm. um, but in regards to boundaries and our relationships and how we communicate with our most intimate relationships, there is no, no such thing as urgency, in my opinion. Um, it's interesting that you talk about entitlement because I feel like all of us it's weird how we don't feel entitled to a stranger's time, mm. energy, or body, but the more intimate, and, and intimate can mean many things, right? Mm -hmm, it can mm -hmm. be spiritual intimacy, emotional, mm -hmm. physical, sexual, mm -hmm. um, but the more intimate we become with another human, mm -hmm. they're in the back of our heads, whether you're monogamous or non-monogamous, <laughs> in the back of our heads, we do start to feel an entitlement of that person's time, energy, and love and body, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. 
in some ways we we believe that that's kind of like the trade-off right Right. like oh i'm giving you this vulnerability now you're giving me the vulnerability and a lot of times i i like to see it as reciprocity but sometimes you know i i am a human who was born in the United States, the so-called United States, and I have mm. been colonized, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, that gets that gets in there too. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or I'm just like, I ha- you're right. Like pausing is so important because mm-hmm. when something is being said, especially if it's a boundary, mm-hmm. in my head, there are times where I'm like, but I gave you this. Mm. So why aren't you giving me that? you yeah. know and yeah. that's not okay well let me just say it right here right now like we cannot treat our relationships in that way they're not transactions mm-hmm. of course there are relationships that are transactional but that's with the consent of people now mm-hmm. if you're in an intimate relationship and you have not communicated with each other that this is a transactional relationship mm-hmm. then that shouldn't be the expectation mm-hmm. you know facts. so yeah Facts, facts, facts. And there's so many good things about what you just said. And because I have ADD, a lot of it is gone. <laughs> I'm gonna just Yeah, I'm gonna just go with the with the last thing you said um about transaction. Oh, with it sense yeah, the sense of entitlement and where that comes mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. and how it I will say, oh, that was going back, accessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. So it was around with people we don't know. I, I think it does depend on the person. And I think it does depend on like <laughs> how far along you've been uh, conditioned to believe that things, certain things belong to you. Right. So um, if, mm-hmm. if you are, you know, I mean, the club culture I bought you a I bought you a drink right you owe me owe me your time and your attention yeah yeah um so things like so it it can vary and uh it can happen with with strangers or with intimate partners I think it gets um I think in if we're focusing on intimate partnership and Mm -hmm. um how tit for tat does not work it yeah. it doesn't work it's not sustainable no. um and and if that's happening note <laughs> the here's your invitation mm-hmm. to notice where if and where that's happening like, mm-hmm. is there something mm-hmm. that you and and that might be okay that might be the agreement between right you know um i think it gets it gets we need to be open to negotiating in intimate in sex and erotic mm. interactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I don't think uh, in an intimate relationship where <laughs> there is an understanding. Uh, you know, you might have your routines like, okay, you give me head, <laughs> now I give you head. <laughs> right. <laughs> and <laughs> and if it happens that one day you give head and your partner does not is not up for it that needs to be okay how how will it how what will what do you need to do for that to be okay right yeah I mean simple answers communicate right (laughs) 
mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to you have to communicate and I think that especially with with long-term intimate relationships mm-hmm. um it is it's very I guess it's strange to 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 have a check-in every single mm-hmm. time that you have sex mm-hmm. but you know your check-in doesn't always have to look the way that you you imagine it right because when I talk about check-ins people I'm sure think like I'm talking about you're gonna sit down (laughs) right and have a whole ass fucking conversation and that's not yes that's one way to do it right right but another way to do it is to be you know you're in the process of arousing each other Mm -hmm. and, and taking a quick little pause and being like hey I'm really wanting this this time around are you comfortable doing that and vice versa and then going right. from there and that right. that can literally take like five minutes right or but less I think, or less mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you just use hand signals and shit. yeah <laughs> do the eyebrows uh, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they can give you the okay right yeah um, but I think that that's for me, at least personally, it's very, very important that I do that. Um, even with somebody who I've been having sex with for like six years, like it's, it's still important to yes. have those check-ins. And and after, aftercare is like huge for me. I'm mm-hmm. like, you better get me that, that water. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I communicate that, right? Like I communicate yeah. that to my partner saying like, I usually <laughs> need to hydrate mm. afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? this is yeah. kind of an expectation that I, that I would like mm. from you. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, you know, it, it's a routine now. Right. Mm-hmm. But that was communicated. It wasn't just like, I expected him to do it without telling him, you mm. know, um, which is another, you know, <laughs> thing we, we right. cannot, we can't do that. Y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't assume. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. that's, um, Again, like so much of the representation we get, like, and you can have nonverbal cues mm-hmm. to communicate mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. something is okay and that you want mm-hmm. that and, and it's all good. And, and checking in can simply just be, what are you in the mood for? <laughs> and deciding that on the spot. Like right then and there, um, Mm -hmm. asking for what you want later Mm -hmm. on in the day. Hey, can we like make out later and Mm -hmm. see where it goes? And that's, that's, and I, I would argue that that is accessible to you no matter what stage in a relationship you're in. If you're feeling like really attracted to someone, it's brand new, like don't really know each other that well, you can still ask them that if you're feeling them hard and like you're <laughs> wanting to have their body on your body and like, hey, how would you feel about this? And get their answer. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about laying on top of me? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and 
I think like what that brings us to next is like, so we're asking for people to, um, to state their boundaries. And we've been talking about like receiving people's boundaries. And uh, I think just to put a plug in saying no and exercising your no, if you get Mm -hmm. these invitations, Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's also, I, I know that folks challenge or that is a challenge for, for some folks. And I think in particular people who are socialized, have been socialized as women, um, Mm -hmm. that can feel that can be hard or it, there's like very few points of references for how to do that. And, and I guess that's why we have this podcast. Because <laughs> we're here to yeah. tell you how to say no. Yeah, it could be like that. That sounds nice. Or I, I, not today. Or offer an alternative. Like maybe we can do this instead. Or mm-hmm. can I get back to you? Mm-hmm. The pause. Like, can I sit yeah. with this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And let you know how I feel. We, we just, we don't owe anyone anything, especially, or like in particular around sex and erotic intimacy. Yeah. Like our bodies, just anything with our bodies, like we can, and sometimes we might not know, Mm -hmm. right? Like we might not know how we feel about the suggestion or the request. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay too to say, I really don't know how I feel about this. Yep. Um, can I have a moment to think about it? Or I don't know how I feel about this, but a part of me is leaning towards no. You yep. know, you can, you can say whatever is happening inside of you. And, you know, of course, if the person who's in relationship with you, whether it's like, you know, a, a new relationship or a long-term relationship and regardless of the dynamic, right? Mm. Um, if they don't respect that answer, then that's your cue to reevaluate that whole ass relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not, and not, I'm not saying like, okay, someone disrespects a boundary or fucks up once, then you gotta, you gotta let it go. You know, mm-hmm. that's not what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I'm saying that it's important for us to, to re to always evaluate and always reflect on our relationships and, and boundaries are hard. You yes. know, receiving a boundary is just as hard as giving a boundary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's really up to you to decide how much work, how much patience you're mm-hmm. willing to give that interaction. Right. Um, and because, and, you know, people always ask me, like, how do you know when to let go? How do you know when to detach if someone yeah. is not respecting your boundary? Uh-huh. And I was like, well, really, it's that I can't answer that. Like, you mm-hmm. have to answer it. Like, how does your what is your body? What is your mind? What is your spirit? telling you about this interaction like trust yourself trust your mm-hmm. intuition to know that it's time to to move to move forward right mm-hmm. or trust your intuition to say I want to meet this person with a little bit more curiosity and patience and ask why it's so difficult for them to 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 receive my boundary facts mm. you know? yeah I I like to recommend um an invitation for people to reflect on Mm -hmm. the patterns Mm -hmm. so if if you notice and like as you said check in with your nervous system like that's Mm -hmm. 
critical information. Um, mm-hmm. If you're feeling, if you're, notice the pattern, like if you have a pattern mm-hmm. of feeling activated or dysregulated by an action or actions, mm-hmm. repeated things that uh, an intimate partner is doing, mm-hmm. that's an opportunity to consider if it's sustainable for you. If right. it's, and, and, and it can the like how accessible it is to decide to make like a decision about something not working or mm-hmm. feeling, mm-hmm. Uh, making a commitment to work on the relationship and see what can change about mm-hmm. people's behaviors mm-hmm. is, is our own, is every individual's decision. Like, I, like, what is your willingness to work with this person who right. may have crossed boundaries once or multiple times, you know that it's dysregulating, you know, it's not does not feel mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So really, what is your commitment to this person? Like how? Right. How much is it worth it for you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> but very heavy questions, right? Because yes, yes. So we're so used to just moving, like moving through relationships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the intentionality behind our relationships can get lost in that urgency. And that's why I'm like, fuck that shit. Yeah. The relationship escalator, fuck urgency, mm-hmm. fuck all that, because yeah. it's not real. Yeah. How can you really have an intentional relationship with any human? If you're just going through the quote unquote motions, right? Like this is what is expected of us. Mm. This is how we are supposed to be in relationship. Mm-hmm. Shoulds and supposed to, like, I don't believe in mm. any of that. Like you get to create Mm-hmm. what feels good for you and that other person or persons right like you mm-hmm. don't you don't have to follow any anyone else's idea of what a healthy loving relationship can be right that's and that's the beauty of of boundaries like that's mm-hmm. for me that's what has allowed me to really expand my view on what relationships are with other humans mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. That's why I'm not a huge fan of labels. That's why I'm not a huge fan. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm, not because, mm-hmm. you know, and I respect when people tell me that they do need labels mm-hmm. for like the interaction that we're having. That to me sounds like a boundary. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm willing to negotiate and work with you. Yeah. So for, but I'm also, you know, I'm also like, well, I don't feel comfortable, you know, labeling the relationship and then having all these expectations put on me. Right. So that's my boundary. You know, it's just, yes, yes, yes. yes. I mean, what you're describing is relationship anarchy and how like we, we we just did a workshop on just like the spectrum of exclusivity in Mm. relationships and Mm. relationship anarchy is like an outlier on that spectrum because it suggests it upholds the idea that all relationships can be intimate in varying degrees and Mm -hmm. does not have to be romantic per se so it it includes it places importance on 
friendships in particular mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. that are that are as significant as romantic yeah. partners and for that reason like when when we start to look at all of our relationships no matter what like what they are whether familial friendship romantic acquaintance when we start to view people as having value and evaluating our connection to them based on that independent relationship and Mm -hmm. not comparing it Mm -hmm. uh, to any of our other relationships, uh, being able Mm -hmm. to isolate and compartmentalize and have gratitude for all of the connections that we have, that is, uh, that is revolutionary. I mean, that's why it's called relationship anarchy, uh, because it's kind of, it is an outlier in a way of relating to people. Um, and it, it, that can be really because (laughs) we have like very few references on how to do that. So much information that we get, you know, like all of this, I had to teach myself, you know what I mean? Like I did not, I did not grow up with any, any examples of this in my life. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's, it's a journey just to find out where we're (laughs) implementing things that place us on that. I have to have this because this is what the world says I have to have. And it has to look like this. Yeah. Because (laughs) otherwise it makes me a bad person. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. guilt, that that weird Mm -hmm. sensation of like, am I doing something wrong? You know, Mm. like, like, no, because, you know, I'm, I'm someone who, who has a spouse who's married and, and I'm polyamorous and I like to take my time with people, but it does feel weird to like have crushes on somebody and to like slowly get to know people. It feels, yeah, a piece of me is just like, am I doing something wrong? Because I'm like, I'm whole ass married. So I'm like, mm, whole ass no, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no, but I'm not like my partner is, is very aware of who I am and has. Right been aware for a long time and and you know he's monogamous so that's a whole other fucking conversation so it's talk about <laughs> boundaries and negotiating boundaries <laughs> yeah yeah that's literally that's that's yeah, that's the like a relationship because I am not and he is and that requires a lot of communication and a lot of like us being willing to unpack our shit and be real with each other mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. um and sometimes that means we're in couples therapy. I mean, right now we're, we're looking for someone because I'm, I'm in a place where, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable going out there and, and doing my thing. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> also, like I, like I said, I have a very, I have an, an anchor partner, a nesting mm-hmm. partner, a spouse, you know, mm-hmm. so that relationship is is important to me. Mm-hmm. And so before I go out and date and do whatever it is that I would like to do, mm-hmm. I have to have that conversation with my partner just mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm not, you know, I'm not just 
dismissing any of the boundaries that he has placed right, right. around his his own comfort yeah. um because you know there, there's the the boundaries that we've talked about once and we both get and of course I still check in but he's usually like yeah no that's still a thing like I don't want to hear the details of your intimacy with another person mm-hmm. makes sense you know yeah but other other boundaries are probably a little bit more flexible. Like he he probably does want to know how, you know, things are going in, yeah. the, in the most, you know, general. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But like, are you good? Are they taking care of you? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, how are you feeling? Am yeah. I going to meet this person? Am I not? Yeah. Like, what is yeah. the expectation here? Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, it's, not, it's a whole other episode. But um, yes. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, dating mm-hmm. and because we did, we're, we've been touching base on like intimate relationships, more of like knowing someone for a longer time, but how do we implement boundaries with someone that we, we just met that we're dating yeah. very mm-hmm. fresh or right. someone that we're, we don't plan on dating, but are going to have a very casual encounter uh, with like, how yeah. do you, how do we implement those? sexual boundaries looks mm. like that yeah uh i may have mentioned this in a previous episode uh but bids are a great mm-hmm. go-to um and it can it can just be a moment right before entering a sexual scenario even if there has I mean it, it it's really helpful <laughs> yeah because you can especially if you don't know someone you're engaging in something with them for the first time mm-hmm. just getting clarity around whether you can even expect there to be anything sexual happening right. <laughs> yeah. at that moment like mm-hmm. so I just wanted to know um is this happening are we going to yes. do this? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I think that's so yeah. interesting because people are like, what? You, you mm-hmm. just say that? And I'm like, yeah. literally for me, I think it's one of the hottest things to talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. having sex before you have sex. Yes. Yeah. I'm Let's just do like, that. That's hot. Being yes. like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Like I'm really vibing with you. I would love to share this intimacy with you or I'd like to fuck you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this is how I want to do it. Right. Are you, are you this? Right. And wow. the person tell you, yeah, I want to do, I want to give you this type of pleasure. I would like to do this. I would, you know, and, and I think that's, that's great. I'm just yes. like, I'm excited. I know. <laughs> I'm excited for that moment whenever it comes. And that's the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. and if it comes, you can have that conversation with somebody about what you would like to do and what you know you want people to do to you mm-hmm. but it's okay if you change your mind it's okay Facts. if that person changes their mind it's okay yeah. like yeah. to do that that's that's yeah. another thing right it's and that can feel a little scary with people that we're just getting to know or mm-hmm. people that we don't know very well and mm-hmm. the and the intention is to have more of a casual like engagement with that person you can still change your mind even if you are right there at their place, you know, right. feeling it. Exactly. But if something happens, you can always say, you know what? I'm really, 
I'm not into this and I would like to stop. Right. Yes. And I, I think definitely like easier said than done sometimes. Like there is a lot of like self-care involved, like take Mm -hmm. care, like Mm -hmm. do what you need to do to be able to, to have that at at reach. So if you need to prep yourself, however you need to prep yourself, you need to have like your scripts ready. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. a big fan of, of scripts of having like go to, um, combinations of words that feel, um, accurate for you and honest and kind to share with another person. Um, you know, thanking people, it never it gets old, like thanking people for their time and expressing gratitude, like the general sort of little template that I um, like to suggest for folks who like don't know how to sh- express something that feels like it might hurt someone is yeah. uh, to start with affirmation mm. and like what is going well what are you enjoying about the person the experience their company and then stating stating your need or or your boundary like Mm -hmm. this I'm really enjoying this having a great time and I'm feeling this come up for me can Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. shift and do this instead and and it's also very good information to see how that person responds to that right yeah (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. especially if you're in the getting to know them phase and you don't know them very well yeah their their response to that can be really good indicators about that person's safety and yeah 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 how emotionally safe they are yes Mm -hmm. their capacity right 100 percent. yeah you know because not to say that people don't they can shift, they can change. Right. So yes, but it is important to keep. (laughs) I mean, especially if you're in like the first impression stage, you know, like exactly. I, I'm someone who really advocates for people to like, (laughs) they, if they, if it doesn't feel good in the beginning, Mm -hmm. it's too early to be working. Like (laughs) you, I'm sorry, but if you're not if you're not having a good time and you just started, um, really, like, do you yeah. just like are you just liking? Like, do you just like to do labor? To this, yeah, for real. And then you have to start thinking about like if you are committed to that, if it automatically like feels unsafe, it doesn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Something just doesn't. You can't place some kind of safety there. Um, you have to think about what is your intention behind this relationship if you're really like willing to do this much work in the beginning i'm not we're not saying that relationships aren't work right but initial like first impressions it really that is to me a red flag yes uh, (laughs) like these red flags come on (laughs) I don't know about all that. I know. I'm like, you're cute and all, but... Right. Like, there's there's plenty of comes for you (laughs) in other places. Yes, exactly. Yes. 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 (laughs) 
you take anything from the episode, just know that there is plenty. There's an abundance of coming. Oh for my you. gosh. There's no shortage. There's, you, <laughs> there's no shortage. You. <laughs> it's true. Honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are, honey. Yeah. There are okay. billions. Boom. Mm. Billions mm. of people. Mm-hmm. So literally... There is mm-hmm. no shortage. There is an yeah. abundance of pleasure mm-hmm. in coming. Truly. Right. Yes. Truly. Yeah. You, you it's, it's there for you. It's, it the is universe there. wants that for you. Mm-hmm. And, and it, when it feels like it's difficult or being forced. Yes. That's, yeah. that's a good, that's a good word. Force. Mm-hmm. Like if it feels forced. Yes. Then guess what? It is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> facts that's that's just facts like if it feels forced yeah it's not just Mm -hmm. a feeling (laughs) it's actually your body right giving you insight it's your body telling you well actually Mm -hmm. this this is forced that is the fact yeah 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 yeah. this if it feels forced it is forced um and you don't need to stay there is the the psa (laughs) you can (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you grant yourself invite ease yeah. um into mm. your relationships if you're getting to know someone for the first time and it mm-hmm. feels forced mm-hmm. feels difficult you're doing a lot of labor mm. you can renegotiate redefine the terms like this it, i hope that some of what we've talked about about how to bring up boundaries how to Mm -hmm. receive people's boundaries Mm -hmm. and removing the urgency around that inviting like pause and just asking for space if that's what you need yeah yeah Yeah. all that good stuff yeah all that good stuff that was good good job yeah you have really great advice Oh, listen, you are, what did I say you were? I was like, are you a tree? <laughs> because you are so wise. <laughs> listen, I am so wild. I, <laughs> I, yeah, are, I mean, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm a mirror, honey. I'm a reflection mm-hmm. of the people that I'm in relationship with. So if you think highly of me in our relationship, it's because you, you're amazing. Wow. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard not to be in like close physical proximity to Kat y'all, because I just want (laughs) to give them a hug sometimes and like sniff them. I just want to sniff you sometimes. (laughs) Sniff me? (laughs) You look like you smell nice. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I also use amber oil, so <gasps> my signature scent. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> I love that smell so much. <laughs> I love, I'm, I'm happy that you do. Whenever we meet in person, mm-hmm. you can sniff the shit out of me. Oh my god. Yes, there you go. Oh, There's you that. have my consent. My oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I will I will ask again when I see of you. <laughs> Thank you. Can I sniff you? Yes. <laughs> I just put my nose on you, please. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, 
these boundaries, these mm-hmm. little things called boundaries. Um, it really, it, it, I just want people to remember that it's, it's about you, mm-hmm. right? Like your boundaries should not be, I don't, I don't like saying should, let me say this. I invite you mm-hmm. <laughs> to create boundaries that are, that are molded based upon your comfort, your accessibility, your mm. safety, mm. and not on what you think they're supposed to be, what they're mm. supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. It's okay if it hurts people's feelings. It's okay if, if people dislike it. Um, what's not okay is if people continuously disregard them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's an invitation to really like start to reflect and reevaluate that connection. Because like I mentioned before, there are literally billions of people on this planet and that's just people, you know, we have, we can have relationship with, with animals and Mm. the land and the food that we eat and everything. So it's like Mm -hmm. really thinking about, think about those connections. And if there isn't reciprocity, detach. Yeah. Yeah. Detach with love detach with love yeah. I love that mm-hmm. yeah yep you can definitely just back slowly mm-hmm. back up wish wish them love yes. send them send them the best keep them in your in your thoughts positively yeah. and yeah. and like take care of yourself yep yeah I agree I hope Allah, this was useful to folks and I, I do want to uh, invite people to reach out to us if they have mm-hmm. ideas or questions mm-hmm. on um, anything relating to boundaries, because like we said, like, this is just one area in, yeah. in sex and erotic intimacy. So yeah. we're going to go into it and all the other w- topics. So if people have things in particular that they're wanting to talk about, hear us talk about, let us know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Always open to to feedback as well. We're always open to suggestions. Um, quick plug in, Fifi and their partner Bear do workshops and coaching. Yeah. So specifically around non-monogamy. If you are interested, please hit them up. They're great. I love ah. them. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. Yes, yes. We'll be announcing another workshop next month. And it's mm-hmm. going to be around sex. We'll Yay. disclose more about what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, queer sex. Oh, everyone oh. know that. Yeah. So yes. um, it is. We're, we're excited. We'll be announcing that soon. So y'all heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting. I love that. See you at the next one. Okay, bye. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to the third episode of Babes with Boundaries. As always, you can connect with us through social media and you can send us an email, babeswithboundaries at gmail.com. Sending you love and lots of virtual hugs.